talking cakes and pies with two Jewish guys. A recipe that works. If you got pastries, take my money, please. Here on Just Desserts. Like flaky dough, like sugar snow, like Hershey's and the squirts. Colin and Josh, oh my gosh, here on Just Desserts. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two of Just Desserts. I am one of the hosts of this podcast, Colin Edelman. I'm here with my good friend, Josh Liebling. Hey, Josh. Hey there, Colin. So we are running a podcast that is going to just try every single dessert of this city, which is New York and beyond. We're, we're willing to travel. We're willing to go uh, to outer space to have ice cream. Uh, what is that? The astronaut ice cream. Yeah. We went direct from the source in space. I think that's going to be the pinnacle episode. I'd learn how to be an astronaut just to get that ice cream. Definitely worth it, no doubt. <laughs> All those nausea-inducing uh, spin exercises you have to do, it's going to be worth it for that astronaut ice cream. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, episode two, we went to Fat Cat Kitchen in Union Square, New York, uh, 14th, right off right off the uh, NQR456, and I believe the L train is there as well. Are there free transfers? <laughs> yeah. Tell me more. If you're taking the bus, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Well, lucky for us, we got to try uh, four cookies, a piece of olive oil cake, and a chocolate ball, which, yes, is very intriguing. And on top of that, we got to speak to one of the owners and the baker, CJ, there. It was a really great opportunity. We asked her some really hard-nosed questions about cookies, and you're going to be very excited to hear her answers. She, you could tell she was sweating for those questions. <laughs> they were really tough. I mean, got to the point where she asked to turn off the tape maybe like two, three times. I was like, do you really want to go ahead with this? But, we, you know, we pushed through. Yeah, it was like Katie Kirk and Sarah Palin there for a minute. <laughs> the Katie Kirk of cookies. <laughs> Here we go. Chocolate or vanilla? Vanilla. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That my, wow. best, my best-selling item in my store savory or sweet is a chocolate chip cookie and I'm a vanilla girl. Vanilla is an underappreciated flavor. It actually has a lot of different nuances. There's different kinds of vanilla. Madagascar tastes completely different from uh, Tahitian, tastes different from Mexican. Vanilla is to sweet foods as desserts as salt is to savory. How salt brings out flavors in savory Vanilla helps bring out flavors in sweet foods. That's why you'll see vanilla extract added to things that aren't vanilla flavored, because it brings out those flavors. It was great to speak with her and gain insight into the cookie world over there at Fat Cat Kitchen, which we have to say we were very, very impressed. Amazing cookies. And to start out, we had the chocolate chip cookie with sea salt. All right, looking before eating, we cut it in half, and there's a lot of fudginess and gooeyness in the center already. Colin took the first bite. Let's see what he thinks. You can see sea salt, and you taste it. It's much lighter than the last spot, and it's just the perfect amount. The crunch outside and the gooey inside is... I think this is what we were asking before. This is a great cookie versus a good cookie. Wow. Um, my thoughts are, wow. Yeah. It's soft on the inside caramelized on the outside of the caramelization it's um, the chocolate is really high quality chocolate 
I love the amount of chocolate. That's what's making this special. There's yeah. no skipping out on the chocolate. You know, some cookies. There's just a few chocolate chips. This has like, you got you got your chocolate. Check it off the list. Here it is. <laughs> it's almost like a brownie inside, ch- with chocolate chips around it. It's like some sort of hybrid. Love the sea salt. That's what I was thinking. It's like two different cookies in one because it's just the consistency. It's like a black hole where it's strong on the outside and falling down in the middle. And it's just a black hole I want to be sucked into <laughs> for all time. Black hole cookie. <laughs> I'm staring at this one sliver of chocolate left on the plate because uh, there's this huge, I guess glob is the word of chocolate that I don't want to dominate. So I gave Josh half of, it looks like if you needed a ticket to like, Another world. This was the the stub they give you. So it's like last action hero. This is the, the ticket. <laughs> this is it. This is the the other golden ticket or the other other golden ticket. Wow, I'm covered in hell. I'm trying to take my time here. My compliments to the chef by sucking it down real quick. <laughs> wow. So again, as it always comes down to, what is what's the comparison with Levain? Right. It's a different beast. I think this I can enjoy more because I don't feel like a piece of crap afterwards. I, I have to agree. And it, it feels a little more refined. I would say the chocolate seems of higher quality to me. Mm-hmm. We were both blown away. Yeah, there's something special when you're able to have such a soft inside and such a crunchy outside. I don't know if that applies to humans as well. <laughs> I think it does. That, that's for another podcast. <laughs> right. But I felt like the outside was really caramelized, and I loved that caramelized crunch. And then once you got into the, the soft, gooey center, I compared it to almost like a brownie inside of a cookie where it was just so soft and moist. And it wasn't really chocolate chips. It was like huge chocolate chunks. So when you got to the center of that cookie, it was kind of like a brownie because it was just this cookie dough-esque mix with chocolate that was incredible. What makes like a good consistency to the cookie like how do you do that it's a matter of getting the right combination of sugars uh brown sugar has a higher moisture content than just regular granulated white sugar so it's a matter of getting the right proportions of those two and a lot of love (laughs) (laughs) i worked really hard on that recipe to get it how i wanted it which was really nice and crispy and chewy on the outside and soft and kind of gooey on the inside. You definitely got there. Thank you. How many, do you know how many batches it took till you got there? It took years of on and off mm-hmm. playing with a recipe to get that. Yeah. I'm, I'm finally really happy with it. And then finding the right chocolate to go with the, with the dough. So it's not too sweet, it's not too dark. I played with different, um, different chocolates. So that's what I got. That's what I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> that's something we noticed. It was the quality of the chocolate seemed very super, far superior to other chocolate, and it, it fit very well with the consistency of the cookie. I think so. And I wanted to use an American chocolate. It's an American chocolate. I thought about oh, using yeah. Valrona or another uh, chocolate from overseas, but I, I chose an American chocolate. There's a very good reason along the walls there's pictures of this chocolate chip cookie in single and piles everywhere because it's a beautiful cookie inside and out. 
just hearing you say that, I wonder why a cookie can't be a mascot. I, whatever team had a cookie as a mascot, I would root for. <laughs> Both Colin and I love the chocolate chip cookie. Then we had the snickerdoodle reactions. It's not as soft. And snickerdoodles to start, I'm not a huge fan of. Very plain cookie. It's fine, but it's like a non-offensive cookie. Yeah, I love the taste. I feel like the taste is really good. I miss the softness on the inside, like from the chocolate chip. Uh, actually, in the middle, it's softer. Softer, but not the same. Yeah. Cinnamon, sugar. It's like the fairy dust cookie. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I felt like the taste was good. It had a complex taste to it, but it wasn't as soft as the chocolate chip cookie, so I was a little disappointed in there. I know Colin has his own thoughts about the snickerdoodle. Yeah, snickerdoodle for me, it's a losing battle immediately because beyond just lack of chocolate, I'm just not into a snickerdoodle. It's just a plain cookie. It has a little bit of brown sugar or regular sugar and cinnamon, which is great. But for me, it's it's just not there. Would you say it's like a vanilla cookie? (laughs) Yeah, and not in a literal sense, but in the figurative sense, it's a vanilla cookie. It's a plain basic cookie where you have it and you're like all right but to turn that on its head the oatmeal raisin which i associate with you know this is this is what i eat when i want to feel like i'm trying to be healthy but at the same time i want dessert but this one was one of the best oatmeal cookies i've ever had it just Mm. the softness again the soft inside crunchy outside and the sweetness to it the raisins added a natural sweetness to it overall it was I don't normally go for it, but it was excellent. Yeah, I agree. It had that golden outside, kind of like the chocolate chip, where it was caramelized and crunchy, but inside it was gooey. And I felt like the raisins were, I I don't normally use this word with raisins, but they were spectacular raisins. (laughs) (laughs) They just had a unique taste. Uh, Mm. Wow. Really, really good. It's almost like cinnamon or caramelized raisins I'm getting. Yeah. They're very soft. That's the nice part about that. They're not like tough, hard raisins. It's everything's super soft. Yeah. That's a great oatmeal cookie. Mm-hmm. That's a great oatmeal cookie. Oatmeal raisin is not even near the top of my cookie rankings, but that's really nice. That's good. Yeah. Makes a snickerdoodle cry in shame. <laughs> you know, we talked to CJ. We asked a bunch of questions, and I... I wish I asked her about those raisins because there was something about that, that that made that cookie really, really yummy. I think in our follow-up episode, probably uh, maybe episode 55 with her, <laughs> yeah. we'll probably get into that. Then we'll finally find out about th- that cookie. So stay tuned for that one. <laughs> and uh, after that, we had the butterscotch cookie, which we learned from CJ and other people that worked there that that was actually... Uh, an accident. A happy accident, yes. I messed up a batch of the chocolate chip. And I looked at the dough and I said, darn, what am I going to do with this? I could either throw it away, which happens in kitchens when you make a mistake, or I could give it to one of the people that works here, or I could play with it. So I went home and I kind of in my head came up with some flavor combinations. I actually was going to do a white chocolate macadamia, but I thought that the um, dough was going to be too toffee flavored for that combination. So I came up with, um, I wanted to do the butterscotch and, and the pecans really kind of even out the sweetness of the butterscotch, I thought. It was delicious. I loved this butterscotch cookie, butterscotch pecan cookie. So you had the nuts, you had that toffee-like flavor, you had the butterscotch, 
it was crunchy on the outside and caramelized. It was gooey on the inside. It had everything going for it. <laughs> you, you name it. I could see the moistness and like the gooey doughness on the inside, meaning the inside is probably gonna be the soft while the outside's crunchy, which my favorite type of cookie. It's got the softness, not as soft, but it's so sweet and I love it. It's a really good sweetness to it. Mm. I'm getting jealous looking at you eat it, okay. I see the, the pecans, I see the butterscotch chips. All of these cookies have a great golden brown to them, which, you know, taste is important, but sometimes presentation is important too. Mm. This is really good. It's really unique. It's like one of those butterscotch candies in cookie form. And then you have the crunch of the pecan. Josh is a fan. What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I just had to take another bite of the oatmeal raisin to see which I like better. Yeah. I had to question myself. What's the answer? It's the butter, butter pecan. Is that what? Yeah, yeah, butter pecan. It's the sweetness. The oatmeal raisin, whenever you eat that, or for me at least, it's like, I feel like I'm eating a sweet, healthy treat. But this is just like, nope, we're going for it. <laughs> going for the jugular. <laughs> right. This one is super sweet, but the butterscotch is just just so delicious in this cookie form. Um, it's it's reached like the status where I don't know what to say. I'm just smiling and giggling. So that yeah, it's it's true. I'm looking at it like I don't want to finish it. I just want to take it home and <laughs> save it for all time. Wow, I love that cookie. Oh, I love the nuts. That was consistency. I was soft and chewing the inside, on the outside. Well done, CJ. Well done. Well, here's the million-dollar question. Do you like that or the chocolate chip cookie? Or what would you prefer? Great question, Colin. Um, I think I enjoy them both very, very much. I would say it would depend on what mood I'm in. If you had to choose one for the end of time. If I had to choose one for the end of time, damn me for making me choose. Um choice i would probably choose the chocolate chip because it was extra special but they're both pretty close for me well, how about you i mean i'm a chocolate man through and through as good as that is if i didn't have chocolate in my veins i can't live so i place that one higher on my list than colin i have that above the oatmeal raisin i think he had oatmeal raisin above no, that no. that we're we have number uh, one and number two are locked in. Oh, chocolate chip cookie number locked one. Locked and loaded. Yeah, <laughs> Lock, chocolate chip cookie followed that butter pecan. That I said, yeah, the oh, okay. uh, excuse me, butterscotch pecan. Yeah. Which to me was so sweet and so powerful and so delicious. It was really kicking my teeth around. I was into it. <laughs> it was so good, so good. Where we came from to a difference was when you where we placed the uh, olive oil cake. Yes, yes. I, I placed the olive oil cake higher. I really thought the olive oil cake was delicious. It's soft on the inside, crunchy on the outside with the crust. Really light but flavorful. I love it. To me, it's a higher-end pound cake. I got a hint of olive oil, but pretty moist pound cake. Yeah. And I really like the crust, too. Yeah, love the crust, too. Collins, right? It is like an upgraded pound cake. I, I thought I tasted olive oil, but I'm not sure what it is. It just tastes good to me. <laughs> it's it's, how, how do I do? 
Is that bad that we're doing a podcast and I can only... My only description is it just tastes good. (laughs) It's also lighter, like... It's almost like the heaviness of the cookies and then I have the olive oil cake. It's like... It'll be okay, Josh, because I got your back with the... (laughs) (laughs) That's the the way the olive oil cake talks. (laughs) I saw its lips move. (laughs) Have some of that with vanilla ice cream. Sign me up. I'll go to space with that one. (laughs) Mission complete, Houston. To wrap it up, the chocolate ball, which, as we learned, is, I would say more accurately, a mocha ball. It was, when you bite into that, that is just, I don't drink coffee, but that tasted like explosions of chocolate coffee. Just, wow. Mocha hip, immediately. Love the mocha. See, that's what makes this unique, is the mocha. Mm-hmm. Are you on coconut? Yeah. See if it wasn't, if it was um, just chocolate, I'd say this is okay. But yeah. since it's mochi, I'm like, damn, this is good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's dense as shit. Dense. Okay. Balls to the wall. <laughs> exactly. Wow, and it's heavy. Even a half a piece is heavy. Mm. I enjoyed it. It was very dense. I felt that the oatmeal inside of it added to that weight, and it was very tasty, but. We both kind of felt that it was, that something wasn't there. I, don't, I can't even tell you what it was. Maybe it was slightly dry. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was interesting. It was pretty, it was heavy. It reminds me a little bit of the Momofuku Milk Bar's birthday cake balls, which those are like really heavy and dense. It was a little bit like that. But this had, uh, I think it, it was listed as espresso, chocolate, oatmeal, and coconut. And it tasted good, but... I don't know if it's because we had the cookies first, but I, the consistency, it was almost like I didn't know what I was biting into. Didn't know what I was getting myself into with each bite. <laughs> I like to know what I'm getting myself into. So, you know, maybe if we were having that by itself and not with everything else, that's under consideration. But what I did love was that espresso mocha taste. It was like, boom. And it was a, it was a delightful surprise, treat, extravaganza more adjectives to come <laughs> before we wrap it up i just want to bring up a point the format of this show going to the bakery to eat it as opposed to bringing it back i think adds a lot not in terms of just our reactions to it but more the fact that there's something about eating at a location that it was made at as opposed to bringing it home whether it's going to take one hour 20 minutes or you eat it the next day, there's just something from plate to hand when you're there (laughs) that I think is special. Well, yeah, it's like you're in the wild and you're in the natural habitat of the cookie. Like, you know, I think that... That's right. You're you're in the jungle and you just, you know what? You're drinking from that stream. It's not like you're going to the filter and filter that. You're going pure. Yeah, exactly. You're, You're following the animals where they... Make their cookies. <laughs> I don't know what to say. But I think the metaphor exploded on me. But uh, Those beautiful animals. Yeah. But there is something about going to that place where it's made, being in that environment, getting the smells, talking to the people. And yeah, I hope you're enjoying also listening to the interview with CJ because that is uh, a special exclusive interview just here on uh, just, just Desserts. Just on Just Desserts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's been a pleasure. I think that's about it for this week. 
We want to thank Fat Cat Kitchen for letting us uh, enjoy their treats and thank CJ for speaking with us. And uh, we feel like we've been two for two for, for these first couple episodes. Great, great dessert places, great uh, cookies, donuts. I mean, we're, we're really living it up. We're hoping you're enjoying the, hearing from us and looking at it on Instagram. And we will continue for your auditory pleasure and our... Uh, Desserts, pleasure. <laughs> That's right. All senses will be hit. That's uh, yes. Visually, it's just desserts podcast on Instagram, and I guess you're listening to us, so you found us some way. Yeah. And uh, I don't think we have a smell aroma version out yet, but in the near future, we're hoping to bottle the smell of a crawler, the smell of a chocolate chip cookie, so that mm. you could crack it open while listening to this show. Yeah, we're innovators on getting, you know, bringing that futuristic technology with us. This purely not a gimmick. This is the future right now. This is <laughs> yeah. the way it's going to be. <laughs> All right. Yeah, here's to being uh, three for three with next episode. Yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll be there. And if not, you'll still get to hear from us. <laughs> Till next time. Remember, folks, always save room for dessert. All right. That was the cookie run, four down. There was a gluten-free cookie which we passed on because we're here to glutenize. There's sugar in my brain. I don't understand a word you're saying right okay. now. <laughs>